Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Liberty, peace, prosperity, anti-war libertarians. We're going to talk about um, the right to self-defense versus offensive war in Worldview Wednesday. I'm Andrew Coppins. He's Pat Oni. You're tuned in to Critical Thinking. And, of course, Pat, what if I told you we're going to talk about uh, sleeping with 300 people, the horrors of Winnie the Pooh, and uh, AOC spoke again. That would mean it's a WTF Wednesday, right? Yeah, probably. Because that's exactly what it is right here on Critical Thinking. We have an absolutely loaded show for you, and we're going to talk about WTF Wednesday in the WTF segment. Um, But... Up front, it's a Worldview Wednesday here, and I know that we have talked a ton about what is going on between Israel and Hamas, and now um, the rockets being fired from Lebanon, Hezbollah. By the way, Pat, did you see the report coming out um, late yesterday afternoon that um, the U.S. Embassy has been— well? I shouldn't say it has been attacked, but there's been fire set outside the U.S. Embassy, and um, Lebanese uh, police and military have had to protect the embassy of the United States of America from further attacks by Hezbollah. Have you seen that? Uh, I saw some things about it yesterday, but I didn't get too deep into the weeds of it. Yeah. So we have that going on. We have Hezbollah literally launching rockets from Lebanon into Um, Israel in the north. We have the Gaza Strip in the west. Yes, and then the West Bank in the east. That always confuses me. Because when you're looking at the map, I always want to look at the map where if it's in my right hand, it's to the west for some stupid reason. I hate when that happens. But uh, anyway, um, you've got kind of this all fronts, all-consuming situation that is actually way more delicate than 
a lot of the Lindsey Graham warmongers would like you to believe it to be, right? Because right. the question for Israel is, can we afford to turn our attention to all directions? And I don't know that you can. I also don't know that you humor Hezbollah. Also, do you have the intelligence that would suggest to you that Hezbollah is a real threat, or are they doing this as a distraction? Also, do you have Hezbollah attempting to attack the U.S. Embassy in Lebanon to attempt to draw us into actual physical action there. I would suggest that it's very stupid on their part, right? I would also suggest that I don't know that we fall for it. But I wouldn't put it past the Lindsey Grahams and, and the rest of the warmonger crowd out there to attempt to use that as a, an excuse to to do their blood work. I, like, I have never seen... I have never seen, and this is part of why Team GOP ticks me off, but also we're going to discuss why the quote-unquote liberty movement, a.k.a. the libertarians, also tick me off. Um, but what is the obsession with getting into a war? Like, a, like literally getting our troops involved. Now, we have 2,000 troops that have been put onto the ground, but... Allegedly, those troops are very specialized in um, triage and other things that are backups to Israeli military. So they're there to provide support detail. Allegedly. I always see that as, if you know special operations, this is a great way to get them into the country. Right? That's really what right. I believe that to to be. This is This is our way of putting those special ops boots on the ground in a potentially support capacity and also ingratiating themselves right into Gaza because they're not Israeli, right? Right. And then yesterday we had the situation that happened in Gaza in which a hospital was blown up with about 500 casualties. It's an absolute humanitarian disaster. But we get Rashida Tlaib, Zero Hedge, and a bunch of others immediately believing just whatever Hamas says somehow. And then we have Israel and the Israeli like minister of communications for the defense or whatever trying to, in one breath, claim something and then say, wait a minute, no, it was actually Hamas's rocket. Which leaves those of us who are seeking the truth out here with what? What do we believe? Thus right. is the problem of propaganda and Hamas's inability to be trusted because they've done this type of stuff over and over and over again. What do we also know about Hamas? We know that they are trapping their own citizens, not allowing them to escape the borders, right? They are putting up roadblocks. They are not allowing them to clear out, civilian-wise, of places that military operations are likely to go on. <clears throat> they also know that Israel will not just unannounced do these things, right? They won't go in with these strategic special forces and just take stuff out because they're worried about what? Civilian casualties. 
which then makes me wonder why in the hell would they have fired that rocket? Because they would have fired that rocket on that hospital only after assurances that that hospital is clear of people. Or they were assured that that was an operational hospital. Now, I also have a bigger question for you, Pat, a less serious question. Since when have Baptists been accepted in Gaza? Just because it was a Baptist hospital that was bombed. Um, I'm, I'm confused that there's even a Baptist hospital there. Right. That's my point. Huh? Yeah. What? Um, so I'm, I'm struggling with that. Also, I'm struggling with this, Pat, where this rocket was fired allegedly from and to and where, where it exploded is in an area in which Israel has not had any operations at all since the beginning of their counteroffensive, if you will, right? Right. So why the hell would Israel fire just indiscriminate rocket into the middle of an area they have no operations in? Do you see the problem that exists with all of this? Who the hell do you believe? Yeah, I'm not sure. There's, Which, there's certainly questions there. Right. Questions of who did it. Instead, what mm-hmm. do we get? Zero hedge. Immediately blaming Hamas. Immediately, by the way. And um, let me see if I can find it, because I, I, I did point something out yesterday. Um, let me see if I can find it. Oh, 500-plus casualties after Israel bombs hospital in Gaza City. Palestinian officials. Like, if you're going to report on this, you better damn well know the truth, right? That's the point. Well, sure, Palestine. You know what? The Palestinian officials are going to tell you anything at this point. Are you just going to print whatever the hell they tell you? You are literally running propaganda for terrorists. That's insane. Would it be helpful? Would it be the correct headline to say 500 plus casualties after hospital in Gaza City explodes? Both sides claim the other did it. That's the truth. (laughs) That would be the story right there. That's the story. The story is the 500 dead people. And would you put it past Hamas to use their own people as no weapons? No. No. Why? Because that's what they've done since they've had control. That's what they've been doing since the 60s. This is a tale as old as time with Hamas, Fatah, the PLO, Palestinian Authority, whatever name you want to put, this is a hallmark of that group. Yet we also had Rashida Tlaib go out there and and make wild claims using absolute terrorists who are on X posting there and then re-posting that terrorist, that's right, a sitting member of Congress is reposting terrorists 
What are we doing? Why is she still in office? It's a very good question. Very good question. Mm-hmm. And then at on the home front, before we get into the rest of the, the war movement, we've got the dysfunction of the Republican Party, and if we've got time, maybe we'll talk about that, or we'll talk about it tomorrow. But... Um, I just wanted you to know that we were paying attention to what was going on in Congress. Um, But all of this brings me back to this, Pat. Peace, prosperity, liberty, whatever you want to call it, the libertarian view. It's why they are anti-war, because they believe in the non-aggression principle, right? Sure. Oftentimes, though, what I find repulsive about this concept is that it's an automatic, you have to, you have to take the punch in the face and then be the peace broker. And they'll often use Christianity against Christians in so much as Jesus told you to turn the other cheek. Now, Pat, what have we discussed about that parable in the past? Um, I mean, there, there is such thing as righteous anger, right? So... And turning the other cheek does not mean allowing the person to slap you in the face, right? Right. Okay. It, it Turning the other cheek in Hebrew meant something very different than what the modern interpretation of it has become. Turn the other cheek is to continue to do good to that individual. You turn the cheek. Why? Because in that time frame, Turning the other cheek meant that that person would have to slap you with what? Their left hand. And to do so would be an insult to that other person. What do we know about, you know, the treatment of lefties? Right? People who are left-handed were considered to be sinful, terrible people. And that's been the case throughout a lot of human history until very recent times. I mean, I'm lucky that I'm ambidextrous, So, but I write left-handed, I eat left-handed, I do lots of things left-handed. I do lots of things right-handed. Does that make me a terrible person? No. But in the parable of the time, turning the other cheek meant that you, may, you would have made the other person do something bad. That's what that meant. It didn't mean that you bent the knee to the awful person who did something bad to you. It meant you become cheeky, if you will, right? To use a British term. You turn the other cheek and say, go ahead and try that again with your left hand. Because guess what happens at that point in time? That person turns into basically a leper of society by using their left hand to strike somebody. So we need to understand the context of the time. And I bring that story up because I really struggle with some of the things that I've seen from the libertarian side of kind of working our way through the Israeli-Hamas conflict. And Liberty Lockdown with Clint Russell had this to say, and I thought it was going to be good for us to go through this because this is about worldview. This is about understanding There's a time for action, there's a time for peace, there's a time for brokering stuff. And I'm going to ask you a question at the end of this. But he said this uh, just a few days ago. 
Stand with Israel is a dangerous platitude. Let me explain. Blind allegiance as they respond with the indiscriminate killing of thousands of civilians increases the chances that neighboring nations enter the conflict. In turn, that increases the chances the U.S. will also enter. They do have the right to defend themselves. They do have the right to target Hamas. They do not have the right to flatten city blocks of residential apartments while offering no safe exit and while simultaneously shutting off water, power, food, and outside aid efforts for millions of innocent people. So, Pat, what do you say to that? I mean, I, I, I made this point last week where, you know, do you, do you have to go full-scale war in a particular area why not just be able to hunt the bad guys right and do more like of a special ops type deal rather than doing like a full military scale type deal mm-hmm. um that that was my thing is like 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 hunt hunt the bad guys like there, there's no reason to to um put innocent people in harm's way but on the other hand of that Anytime that you're in war, there's always going to be collateral damage. It's the unfortunate part of war. Mm. Um, so, but if you can't avoid it, why not avoid it and and just hunt the bad guys? So that that that's my thing. So I mean, I while I agree with part of this, I I don't know that it's it's fully realistic just to say, um, you mm-hmm. know, innocent people aren't going to be harmed. You want to avoid that as much as possible, sure, but given what Hamas is doing to their own people and keeping them there and, and essentially holding them hostage, it I, I don't know if it's avoidable. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want to go back to one thing that he, he noted here. Mm-hmm. Blind allegiance as they respond with the indiscriminate killing of thousands of civilians. You lost me right then and there. You're, yeah. you're, the rest of your story, the rest of your point, dead as a doornail. The indiscriminate killing of thousands of civilians. That is a direct suggestion that they are just doing it for shits and giggles, right? Which they're not. And what is the Israeli policy have? What what has the Israeli policy always been when it comes to Gaza, the West Bank, dealing with all of this? They drop leaflets. They announce when they're coming for crying out loud. And if you don't get out, that's a you problem. It's the same it's the same concept that I have with people who don't heed warnings about hurricanes. I don't yeah. is it does it suck that you might lose your life? Yeah. But that's a you problem at that point in time because you decided to take a chance, right? Right. And, and you lost that game of chance. The indiscriminate, there's nothing indiscriminate. Israel, as its policy for as y'all, has been what? To eliminate, to, to limit the amount and the potential for civilian casualties. In fact, it is often why they have struggled. See, this isn't like Iraq for... For me, where it's very simple. Pound them, pound them, pound them. Turn the entire damn country 
into a parking lot. That's it. Over. See you later, right? Here, that's a little bit different. Pound Hamas into the ground until literally every last one of them has been hunted down and eliminated one way or the other. I understand that. However, the next part of this statement for me, if I want to go any further, they they do have the right to defend themselves. They do have the right to target Hamas. They do not have the right to flatten city blocks, right? Um, Blah, 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 blah. I just have a very large question when it comes to that. Do we live in the world of Tom Clancy's spy novels? And SEAL Team, right? That's fake. We don't live in this, that world. We don't live in a world in which they can just take a two-person team and go in and, and do, do, do. Or we don't live in the world of John Wick, Right. In which right. you can just go around a city just indiscriminately firing. Yet, that's what this is advocating for? Are you really suggesting that they shouldn't strategically bomb after they've dropped the leaflets, after they've done all the things they can to eliminate all potential possibilities? At some point in time... Where's the responsibility of, of the people of Hamas? Oh, that's right. You don't care about that. You only see it as a one, blind allegiance. There's no blind allegiance. Here, here's the problem that I have, and he, and here's where here's where I came down with all of this. When um, when this had taken place, um, let me see if I can find it real quick because I lost my page. If you believe that the Israelis are just indiscriminately killing thousands of people, you don't know what you're talking about. Therefore, the rest of this seems to be completely pointless. And here's a memo to my fellow libertarians. You may not like this, but war is really messy. Really messy. It always has been, and it always will be. We are better at being more targeted today than we've ever been before. But the suggestion that I could sit there in a plane and just pinpoint a a laser at a single individual and just be able to pop that individual and then go on to the the next and the next and the next and the next and the next is insane. It's not just about the people, you morons. It is about their communication systems. And oh, by the way, this this uh, they're turning off the, the power, they're turning off the water, they're turning off this. That. Do you understand this fact? Less than 10% of the water supply to Gaza and Gaza City, more importantly, if you want to go this direction, less than 10% of it comes from the Israelis. What do you not get about war? It's messy. Also, 
Yes, you deal with the infrastructure, you idiots. You turn the lights off. You turn their ability to use their weapons against them. You turn it off. So that you then can go in and be more targeted. Because weirdly, if there's a generator running, it probably tells you something's going on, right? What? what? Why is the power in a sp- spot that we turned off on? I, like, do you not understand the basics of any of this? Here's the reality. War is messy. There are going to be people who die who shouldn't have died. That is the truth throughout all of human history. Do you suggest that we go back to World War I where we dig foxholes and trenches and just literally slaughter tens of millions of people? You want to talk about indiscriminate killing? I, I just, what do you suggest that they do? What should Israeli do if they are attacked? What should they do? Well, you've got an answer from Dave Smith, who is, um, I believe, running for the Libertarian presidential nomination. And he says the following, Pat, to this. You fortify your borders, have a real investigation to find out how the most militarized, prepared country in the world with the best intelligence failed catastrophically to protect their people. Impeach Netanyahu for intentionally propping up Hamas and then failing to stop them. Send special ops to Hamas locations rather than bombing to minimize civilian deaths and prove that you can actually do respect that you actually do respect innocent life on the other side. And then make a historic peace deal, a return to 67 borders, and a true end to occupation and settlements. Win not only the region, but the world over to your side. What? Are you, what fantasy world are you living in? How do you do this with a group whose literal, literal, their head message, right? Their mission statement is the elimination of all Jewish people from this earth. They will not stop from the river to the sea. Have you heard that? That is the death to Israel. The death of the Jews. That is their stated goal. They don't want peace. The only peace they seek is the destruction of not just the physical state of Israel, but the death of every Jew on the planet. Every one of them. How? That is an absolute fantasy. Peace doesn't exist if they don't even recognize your ability to exist as a human being. You've missed the biggest point. Could we return to a 67 border? Could we return to an agreement of a non-aggression principle between the two sides. Maybe. But first, Hamas. 
The only thing that needs to be said here is that Hamas, the Palestinian Authority, anybody that has any sort of political persuasion there must sign an accord that states that that the Jews have a right to exist, period, point blank. Will they ever sign that? No. How did we get the Abrahamic Accords, right? How did we get the Abraham Accords? We got many, many members of the Arab world to agree that they have a right to exist. That's why those things were so important. That's why those that signed on, that's why Saudi Arabia in its near normalization of relations with Israel was so important and now likely not to happen. However, you could see that happen because, again, the enemy of my enemy is my friend and uh, Saudi Arabia and Iran are not exactly friendly, shall we say. Am I missing something here with the libertarian no. viewpoint? This no, is insane. It, again, I mean, it's it's hunt the bad guys, but at the same time, it's like you got to do whatever is necessary at this point. You know, you, you're not you're never going to piece your way into someone that just flat out hates you and is willing to destroy themselves to destroy you. Also, Pat, so what are, what are you supposed to do with the missiles and the silos and the missile silos? Are, are you not supposed to blow those up? Are you not? You, do, how do you how do you render them inoperable for ebbs without just literally destroying them? Wouldn't that the require only explosives? Let's say you decide to put the special operations teams on the ground, and um, they they go through John Wick style and kill all of the people in the underground tunnels, right? And then they yeah. blow it from the ground up. It, yeah. Oh wait. Isn't that the same thing? Yes. Huh. It's going like, like and, the and thing then, is, and then the it actually creates what a less safe environment for the operators, right? Because yeah. um, you are putting them directly in harm's way. My my ultimate point is this: is like if you're going to if you're going to beat something like Hamas you have to, and and you want any shot at some kind of you have to beat them into some kind of submission but they're never going to do that so you have to beat them out of existence and to Dave Smith and the others if you're confronted with somebody who is going to want to end your life just because of whom you are are you going to do Nothing. Hey man, hey man, hey man. Let me let's talk about it. No, you're gonna uh, defend yourself with whatever, whenever, however, right? Yet you're asking Israel to tie both hands behind its back, give up literally its borders. This is nuts. There, there, there's no way that that works. Again, folks, Dave Smith wants to impeach Netanyahu for propping up Hamas and then failing to stop them. Um, what the hell is he talking about? Oh, he's talking about the allegation that um, that Israel founded Hamas as an anti-Fatah PLO organization. No, it didn't. It did prop them. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm up. It did give them money because, again, we have talked about this time and time again. The infighting between socialist and communist is a benefit because let them destroy each other, right? Right. Okay. Now, impeach Netanyahu for what? Oh, are you suggesting it's because they haven't allowed an election in Gaza in the West Bank since 2006? I thought it was before that. No, 2006 was the last election. And they elected Hamas uh, in a pretty overwhelming situation. This is the problem that I have with some libertarians, Pat, is because they live in an absolute fantasy world. This is not reality in any way, shape, or form. This, the, Hey, Israel... I'll tell you what, you give up the borders to 67, you give up, 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 and Hamas won't fire rockets for now. You also just don't negotiate with madmen. Look, could there, again, in this peace agreement, if you want to deal with reality instead of fiction, because all of that is fiction, by the way, there ain't no way in hell Israel's just going to give up the borders to 67. That is a walking, talking Palestinian liberation organization. That is Yasser Arafat. That is literally handing them everything that they wanted. With the exception, oh, wait, 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 wait. They don't, oh, wait. No, you're not asking Hamas to give up all of their weapons, to to put down their weapons, to um, de-arm. Are you asking that? No. No. What are you asking of Hamas in this? Again, let's go through this. Pat, where in here? Do you there hear is the no word way. Hamas? Uh, send special ops to Hamas locations rather than bombing to minimize civilian deaths. Oh. And prove that you actually respect innocent life on the other side. Um, here's the thing. There's no negotiating with these guys at this point. Go in there, do your business, get out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But half of the 2.7 million population, Pat, is under the age of 18. 
Yeah. yeah. Do, do you know how many of them paraglided in? A lot. They were involved in the fighting, too. See, this is the other fantasy of the libertarian side of this. And I am not suggesting that we have to be hawk, hawk, hawk. That's not what I'm suggesting. What I am suggesting is that Israel has an absolute right to defend itself. And if we see Israel committing atrocities, and by atrocities I mean literally going in, kidnapping women and children, like little babies, kidnapping them, or going in and, and slicing the heads off. But, but Andrew, it wasn't 30. Okay, so it was only five of the 30 babies they killed. Does that change anything? No. 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 There's a difference between bombing Hamas infrastructure, Hamas leaders, and where they're living, eventually getting the ground troops in there and clearing entire areas out. There's a difference between that strategy and just indiscriminate killing, period, point blank. Okay, I, I just, what, they have a right, even um, Clint Russell from Liberty Lockdown, they've got a right to defend themselves, They have, a, but, but only do it the way that I want you to do it, right? Defend yourself, but only with pinprick accuracy. The inability, when it comes to war, when it comes to violence, when it comes to peace through strength, the inability to understand that from the quote-unquote libertarian side of war is nuts. It is the least libertarian viewpoint that I hold. I would love to avoid war at all costs, but when war comes to your front door, okay, Pearl Harbor, should we have not responded to Japan? Um, do you understand that, yeah, we committed an atrocity, right, in the yeah. internment camps? Absolutely FDR did. That was terrible. Do you understand the enemy? They literally would take their planes and dive them right into you. They would kill themselves to kill you. And Hamas would do that. And it, that's going to be my point, exactly. Hamas would do that. So how do you deal with a genocidal, suicidal enemy? You, you can't pinprick that. You have to eliminate it. But Andrew, we, we got the attack. How many times? Are you suggesting that we sacrifice hundreds of thousands of American soldiers' lives in the attempt to do what? make landfall at Tokyo and literally kill them all because that's what they believe. The Bushido code, the kamikaze code. They live a different life than you and I. They live by a different code. And the inability to understand the difference, the inability to say, well, we just have to apply this. We've got to be the bigger person. They are being the bigger person by attempting to do what? Limit civilian casualties. These 
these the the people of Hamas just went to bus stops and started spraying and praying. Didn't care if you were Jewish, Christian, Muslim, by the way. All of them died. They didn't care. What the hell is going on? This is this is the You want to know why libertarians never go far? It's this. Living in a fantasy world. Not dealing with the reality. Can you apply your principles to reality? This isn't that. This isn't taking principles and applying them to the situation at hand. Would it be different if you said, Israel has a right to defend itself. They have a right to do what they need to do to get Hamas to the table to, to negotiate peace? Sure. But my question would be then, what is that peace, right, that you're brokering? It's Israel's right to exist. It is that Hamas does not have rockets anymore and that um, if you fire on us, we're going to fire on you. And, oh, by the way, um, yeah, that's it. That's it. Period, point blank. It's pretty simple. I have a right to exist. You've got a right to exist. And uh, the moment that you cease to live up to that end, we're going to destroy you. The problem that, this is the other problem that I don't understand. What part of the pinprick scenario, the special ops here, the special ops there, the special ops here and there and everywhere, what part of that strategy has worked over the last 25 years, Pat? I struggled to name one. I mean, they eventually got bin Laden. Oh, yeah. But how many times have I told the story about how um, right after 9-11, right, before we had the official declaration of war, we were already dropping special ops troops in? Well, how many times and, do I have and, to tell that story in which we were that freaking close, right? What and, had happened? And, what had happened? They went like gophers into holes, right? How, how do you sp- Hamas, but, do they have that ability? But but how many? But here's the thing: how many how many bombs did we drop? How many innocent people were lives were cost in collateral damage to get Bin Laden? Even even with special ops. Oh, how I understand many? that. I yeah. understand all of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's my point. You can't pinprick your way through a roster of this. It's not like you have like a fifty-three man roster of Hamas and and. We're just going to eliminate them one by one. That That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. You've got to eliminate infrastructure. You've got to do all of these things. I just, I cannot stand this fantasy idea that um, peace always. No, that is not the way of Jesus Christ, by the way. Because what did Jesus Christ say? He didn't come with a peace sign. He came with a sword for crying out loud. destroy them and destroy them to where they never come back because if you allow them to come back stronger you're going to be right back where you where you are and by the way part of that destruction is destroying their infrastructure is destroying their tunnels is destroying their not just operational leadership but the foot soldier it is also um making sure they have no ability to propagandize their 10-year-old. 
into Jews are terrible, hate the West, blah, 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 blah. The other reality that they are failing to realize is that this world is in a post-Western society right now. Western way of life? What? That doesn't exist. That's the reality. If we refuse to deal with it, the world doesn't see it through our lens anymore. We're seeing that shift. And maybe that's for another day. But Pat, I say we skip um, the wonderful B or not the B today. And let's just go right on in to our fine friends at WTF Wednesday. What do you say? Let's do it. And by the way, this WTF Wednesday brought to you by our friends at coffeebrandcoffee.com, where you can go and send Pat and Mrs. Pat a wonderful gift of hot cocoa that will help them uh, stay awake, hopefully, as their um, baby comes sooner rather than later. Uh, <laughs> um, so, folks, go to Coffee Brand Coffee, then DM Pat at at the Pat Oni Show uh, over on X. You might give you his address or an address to send um, said cocoa to. But you can also get it by going to coffeebrandcoffee.com, entering the promo code CRITICALTHINKER at checkout for 10% off. You can also send me a wonderful gift because uh, just a few days after the uh, due date of Pat's baby is uh, my birthday. So um, you, you could send it to either one of us. You can send me some coffee for my birthday. That would be great. I would greatly enjoy that. You yeah, can because, shower because... me with the filthy that you should be showing me. Because because your 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 birthday is uh, not self serving at all. It is one thousand percent self serving. <laughs> <laughs> so serve me. No, um, folks, you go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, Check out what they've got going on there. Enter the promo code Critical Thinker at checkout for not five but ten percent off of your purchase. That's right. It is now ten percent off with that promo code Critical Thinker at checkout. All right. With that being said, it is time for WTF Wednesday. All right. Um, so speaking of horror, Pat, I think this is where we've got to go first. <clears throat> Fourth graders distraught after Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, somehow gets shown in a classroom. That's right. According to a parent who spoke with CBS Miami, their child and classmates were quote-unquote exposed to approximately half an hour of the Winnie the Pooh semi-parody horror film that dropped this year that reimagines the beloved children's character as a serial killer who dons a poo mask while stalking his prey. How does this even happen? How? Now, some, and, and what some suggest that this would be an absolute uh, alteration of the fact that, uh, I mean, Winnie the Pooh sticking his hand in a jar of honey. Um, some have suggested this is rather uh, homoerotic, but, uh, but we went from that to serial killer Winnie? Well, you turned Winnie the freaking Pooh? Now, what I would like to see is Eeyore become a serial killer. You're sick. You were well, at least he'd, he'd have some life to him and some animation to him for once. I mean, I, I, I get your point, but first of all, 
Who in the hell talk about is uh, sick talk enough? about uh, slow death? I see what you did there. <laughs> um, who? But who in the hell is sick enough to turn a beloved children's cartoon into a horror movie? And then who's even sicker to take said horror movie and show it to a bunch of fourth graders? I don't care if it was even a half an hour. I have an update. How man. do you even get away with it? I have an update for you, Pat. Because yeah. the film already has a sequel in the works. Oh, no, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Please it, tell me it really yeah, doesn't. It does. And, and also, oh. uh, allegedly, according to the parents' account of this, the children actually selected the film. No, 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 no. It's okay. Your now, job now, first is of teacher. Fourth graders should never be in charge of selecting a film. And then secondly, um, if you're the teacher, how did that make the list? Because look, I, if if I'm a fourth grader, right, and I see Winnie the Pooh on there, I'm thinking Winnie the Pooh the cartoon. So okay, that would be kind of cool, right? Also, but also uh, maybe as in fourth grade, you're probably beyond Winnie the Pooh. Probably, but my 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 thing is this: if you're going to give fourth graders, even fourth graders, a a chance to choose a movie, you give them a selection to choose from. None of which should include anything that is a horror movie or anything rated R for that matter, because you shouldn't be showing that stuff to fourth graders. Now, the school has issued a statement saying, quote, the Academy for Innovative Education has become aware that a segment of a horror movie was shown to fourth graders Monday, October 2nd, 2023. That was not suitable for the age group, the statement said, quote, our administration promptly addressed this issue directly with the teacher and has taken appropriate action to ensure the safety and well-being of students. We are actively monitoring the students and our mental health counselor and principal have already met with those students (laughs) who have expressed concerns. In the meantime, the team behind Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, are working on a sequel featuring... This is exactly where I was going. If I was picking anybody that would be a serial killer from Winnie the Pooh, it would be Tigger 2. That's right. They're they're working on a sequel featuring T, uh, Tigger, and there are several other nightmare versions of classic kids' propri- uh, properties in the works elsewhere. Teachers will probably want to pre-screen anything with blood in the title, just saying. First of all, how dare you bring Tigger into this? Because Tigger was my favorite Winnie the Pooh character. Mine too. Um, and and who the hell like like to get a sequel out of this? How how many people actually watched this movie? Apparently, it, it was a uh, cult hit within the horror genre. Oh hell no! You sick sick people. Hell no! Just no. What if we also turned, I don't know, Bozo the Clown into a serial killer? They they semi-already did that with the movie It. Oh, you're right. Um, yeah. hmm. I'll, I'll, beyond that, though, what what other... Cl- what, what's next? Minnie or Minnie the Mouse becoming a, a serial killer after Mickey has mistreated her enough times at the house? What is it? Is it is it Doc Thompson's rule number five? Just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> uh, 
No doubt about it. Speaking of just because you can doesn't mean you should. I bring you this one, Pat. Woman claims sleeping with 300 people in 365 days is empowering. Quote, I felt empowered afterward. Sex makes me feel good. It's meant to make you feel good. Knight runs an OnlyFans account and was fired from her career in marketing after her boss after her bosses caught wind of her activities, a lot of which is apparently filmed for fans to view at their leisure. Yes, Pat, your hand is up. 300 people, why not 365? That's exactly where my mind went when I when you sent me this headline. You loser, you absolute loser. You couldn't make it 365 in 365 days. What kind of weak-kneed bullshit effort was that? If you're going to go that far into being an absolute whore, um, Why well, not just go I mean, all the way? I mean, I mean, I, I, I guess vacation days, you know, got to give yourself a break. But on the other hand, I so I looked into this story a little bit more. She has an OnlyFans account, right? Right, 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 right. Did she actually sleep with 300 men or was it just all virtual sex? No, no, it was actually 300. Okay, then. then and it's um, men and women, by the way. She is, uh, oh she is bi. Oh boy, um, and I because here's the is this not prostitution? By oh, the way, bingo, bango, bongo. That's basically what it is. Yes, because because that's what that's what I mean. I mean, you're on OnlyFans. You're making money off of having sex with other people. Well, I mean, OnlyFans it could be lingerie content or cooking content. There's lots of different things. Well, on yeah, there's lots of things. But, on but, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not accusing OnlyFans of of just being because they're not exclusively porn. I mean, they they might as well be now, but it's right, right. But but th there are other things on OnlyFans. I get that, but but what I'm saying is she's using OnlyFans as a platform. Oh, right. to, she's using to, it as a platform for people to pay to have sex with her, basically. Yes. Right. You are absolutely. Yes. By the way, those are that is against the terms of OnlyFans too. By the way, allegedly. Um, but uh, that uh, the only problem I have with this entire story, besides her being an absolute whore, um, is um, the marketing company firing her. Hey, where's your? Oh, they claim it was a side business they didn't know about. What right do you have to to know about any business that I do? If it unless it is a direct competitor to you, what right, right? What? What do you care? What do you care? Yeah. Now I will say this: if you've got a values statement up front of whom you are as a company, right? Like if you were Hobby Lobby, right, mm -hmm. and you have a very Christian worldview, and you are applying it to your business, could you say that? Um, prostitution, um, OnlyFans accounts, whatever, right, um, would be antithetical to that and therefore fireable offense? Probably. But uh, what you talking? They basically came up with reasons to fire her because she's an absolute train wreck of a human being. Hey, man, yeah. you want to do... You want to be a, an absolute whore and let everybody know about it? That's a you thing. But also... Uh, you need some Jesus in your life. Yeah. For real. Yeah. Um, but there's still more. Because out of, out of all of those awful stories that we could have done on WTF Wednesday, Pat, I bring you Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I want to get you to respond to uh, something that a Republican candidate for President Ron DeSantis said about the potential for refugees from Gaza. Just take a listen. 
and I don't know what Biden's going to do, but we cannot accept people from Gaza into this country as refugees. I am not going to do that. Uh, if you look at how they behave, not all of them are Hamas, but they are all anti-Semitic. None of them believe in Israel's right to exist. There's a lot in there, but I wonder for you, does, is he touching on something that, uh, that is perhaps real here? Should Arab countries be taking on the lion's share of the burden to absorb what could be over a million, if not more, refugees from Gaza? I think there's something to be said about the region's partners being able to support and step up Palestinians. However, that does not abdicate the United States from our historic role that we've played in the world of accepting refugees and allowing people to restart their lives here. And I also want to address something very specific about what uh, Governor DeSantis said when he said, quote unquote, all Gazans are anti-Semitic. How incredibly destructive and dangerous that rhetoric is. We just had a six-year-old boy stabbed 26 times this morning because of rhetoric like that. And it is dangerous, it is unacceptable, it is reckless, and no leader in the United States of America should be amplifying a message like that. <laughs> that is not how this happened, by the way, because that six-year-old boy that got stabbed multiple times, it was he was stabbed by an absolutely insane, deranged mental patient who owned a property here in Illinois, by the way, a suburb of Chicago. Um, that's how that happened. It turns out that it might have had something to do with their ethnicity, but it was also the mother that was stabbed to death. She didn't tell you that part of the story. It was a deranged mental patient who had no business owning property that they could rent out. None. No, not to mention, has she spent any time in Gaza? Does she know what their education system is? Over there? Does she know anything about... What they believe in, they other are than... literally doing what the Hitler Youth were about. They are training them to hate, hate, hate. They are indoctrinating them in less math, reading, and arithmetic. Right? You know, they're they're no, they're not getting that education. They're getting an education in hate. I mean, Ron DeSantis is not making the argument that there aren't good people in Gaza. That's not the argument. The argument is how do we vet those? And if we can't vet them, we can't bring them here to ultimately hate America, hate Jews, and, and continue to promote the hate that they've been brought up in. You don't risk that. You just don't. Yeah. Um, not under again, our broken I, immigration I, system. I have – right. This is all fundamentally – this is the problem with a broken immigration system is that we don't have a process to be able to do this correctly. We don't. Right. Right. And Egypt, Jordan, Lebanon, any of them taking any of these people in? Nope. No, no, they are not. Not a one of them. Why? Because they know the reality. I don't want to import hate any more than already exists in the areas that we're talking about. That's insane. So we're supposed to, we have a historical, yeah, you're right. We have a historical pattern of taking on um, refugees from war-torn countries and taking on the refugees who are what? Not hateful towards America? 
We've also taken on 90,000 Afghan refugees, by the way, without any vetting. We've, uh, look at what's taken place with the Somali refugees, right, and the communities that, that have set up here. Take a look at what's going on in Dearborn, Michigan, and elsewhere. And I'm not suggesting that this is all a Muslim problem. No. It is a worldview problem. We're importing a worldview in people who hold worldviews that are antithetical to Western society. They are inside-outing Western society. That's what's happening. And it's happening not just here. It's happening all over the world. Look at what just took place in Brussels, where they this deranged ISIS-alleged member decided to target Swedish soccer fans and killed two maimed others. What the hell is going on? As much as I talked about the libertarian side of this and, and burying their head in the fantasy sand when it comes to the realities of what's going on, so too is AOC and the far left. And why? Because, again, I, I keep tying this together, but you have to understand this. They see this world and this conflict through the lens of Marxism first. They want to import Marxism even further into this country. That's the goal. They just don't want you to know about it. When you take a look at all of the people coming from across the borders in the North and the South, by the way, the vast majority of them are coming from countries who are socialist, Marxist, communist in nature, and they're not coming here for freedom. No. The vast majority of them are voting what? Far-left Democrat. Take a look at what is happening in your city. How, how many DSA members? We've got, I think, at least nine, if not 11, aldermen here in Chicago that are legit democratic socialists. I would throw the democratic part out because it's just a term that they use because I have long said the policy of the democratic socialist of America is to use, and it's been this policy of socialist forever, by the way, to use the apparatuses of the countries that they want to target against them. So we're going to put you in that position of power from the bottom up, right? And then turn the spigot off. They're not democratic. They're democratic until they've got the levers of power. And then they're turning it off. There's going to be no more democracy. No more republic. So enjoy that. But, you know, hey, um, we have to take in all refugees all the time for Evziel. Again, I am all for legal immigration and, by the way, taking on real refugees. There are not a lot of refugees in Gaza. Sorry, not sorry. That's the reality of that situation. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts on today's show. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And why sell for 300 when you can go 365? <laughs> Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind. Make sure you eat all of your meals today. And as always, Matthew, 547. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.